Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette, and here with me is Omar Pozos. What's up, guys? All right, today we're gonna get a little bit personal. Yeah, in what way? What do you got planned for us? So you know, I normally I plan a little bit more for podcasts. I write out some notes and I think about you know what can I talk about today to really bring value to our listeners and. I randomly pulled you in and said, hey, we need to report, record this podcast because I, I told you I need to open up about some things. Um, All right. just It's just <laughs> you and I here. What do you got? So I guess let me start with, you know, those who have been following me on social media have seen that earlier this year I started to go through a cut cycle, a diet phase essentially to um, eat lower calorie, to lose some body fat, yada, yada. And, you know, people who are following me saw that I was losing some weight. I was feeling really good in my body, feeling leaner than I've ever been. Um, I was really proud of the results I was creating for myself. And then, you know, when we started to travel a good bit around May, I started to really struggle with sticking to my diet and I found myself falling into some binge eating patterns. Um, And so long story short, I decided to pull out of the diet a little early and go ahead and start to do a reverse diet. But the issue that I started to find is that as we were reversing as I was doing my reverse diet I wasn't even feeling like I could follow my reverse diet protocols at all you know I work with a coach and I was having a ton of shame and imposter syndrome because me as a coach I feel like I should be able to follow the protocols that my coach gives me like that should be a non-issue and yet I felt like I could not stick to my protocol for a full seven day period. What, what was the the hardest part you think? I mean, obviously I live with you um, and I per se didn't notice anything. Um, What was the hardest part that you were dealing with that was making it so hard for you to um, stick with your, your, your diet, your reverse diet? Well, so I would be, you know, following my, my plan, hitting my numbers. And then it started with just like on the weekends when we'd be traveling a good bit, I would have a few drinks and have a few treats, like a few snack foods and just just basically say like, screw this, I don't care. And I just want to eat what I want. 
and would just eat whatever I wanted and not in a healthy way of being mindful and using food as a way to connect with people. But it was more so like, for example, we were recently in Columbus with um, a lot of other, you know, online fitness coaches and things. And um, you left on Sunday morning, but I stayed that Sunday night to have dinner and connect with some of my uh, mentors and other fellow fitness coaches and things. And um, like we went out to dinner that night and had a great dinner and really enjoyed connecting with everybody over food and like using food as that tool for connection. And it was amazing and fantastic. And then, you know, like at the end, like some of the people, probably about half the table decide to order desserts. And I was like, oh no, I don't want dessert. I'm going to pass on that. And then there was already a part of me thinking, I'm going to go ahead and probably get something from the hotel bar when I get back and I'm going to eat so you were almost kind of ashamed I, to eat in front of the other group of people you were with? It wasn't a shame to eat in front of them. It was like, I don't want to have this dessert right now in this experience where I'm just like in this happy state. I want to like have this later when I'm alone and I can feel like I'm punishing myself as I have it. And I know that doesn't make sense, but... Basically, what I've figured out and why I've decided I need to open up about this and talk about this on the podcast is I, you know, I've been doing a lot of deep work, mindset work, journaling, um, you know, talking to my therapist, like all the things that I think everybody should do for their mental health. I think it's super important to do these things. But with all of that reflection, like taking that time to pause and really think about like, why is this happening? Not thinking about like, how do I stop, you know, binge eating or stress eating or emotional eating, but thinking like, why are these things happening? Why am I starting to eat emotionally again? Why am I starting to binge eat again? And I really just like figured out that it's, I've been creating a lot of anxiety for myself the past, you know, really like six months. This business has been growing at an insanely rapid rate. And I love it because this is, it's my livelihood. I freaking love coaching and I love building this business. I love helping everybody and doing all these things. But at the same time, I'm pouring myself so deeply in it that like food has become my everything. I'm thinking about helping people with their food, helping, you know, teaching people about how to eat the right amount of food. Like I'm creating content about food. I'm talking to people about food. I'm checking in with people about food, like food and working out and all these things is all I think about all day long, seven days a week, to where when I am trying to then be off work, when, you know, at the end of the night, on the occasional nights that I actually don't work late, you know, we're recording this podcast at 8 p.m. on a, what is it, Thursday? Yeah. Um, but on the times where I actually try and be like, okay, I'm going to shut off my laptop at 5 p.m. and be like a normal person. Instead, on those nights, you know, I think like, okay, I'm going to stop working now. But then it's like, I find that even when I'm off work, quote unquote, I feel like I can't just be. And then I just dive full force into food because like eating food becomes like that forbidden fruit. So it's like, I'm creating all this anxiety. Like I need this outlet, um, and it just, it beca- like eating the food becomes the outlet. And it's not that I like 
need the food. It's not that I'm like even necessarily always that hungry. It's like I want that thing to do. And I almost want to create the excitement of knowing that I'm like treating my body poorly and like doing something bad and just like, I I think that there's just, I get a lot of pressure around like, you know, wanting to be the coach and, you know, not wanting to be the coach. Like I am the coach and I, like, I know a lot of people look up to me and like, I, they learn from me and all these things. So then there's a lot of pressure to be able to be someone that they can look up to and to be quote unquote perfect. And the fact is like, nobody can be perfect. Nobody can do anything perfect. We all have issues, like whether you're a nutrition and fitness coach or you're, you know, any average person out there, like we all have issues. The difference with the coaches is that we're probably more aware of our issues because we we have the knowledge and the information about it. But like, <laughs> that's a double-edged sword itself because as, you know, I have the awareness. So it's like, I know I'm having these issues. As soon as I start to slip into a little bit of like some negative thoughts around food, I know exactly what's happening. I recognize the cycles. I went through binge eating in college. Like I worked through it. Like I know which path I'm headed down when I have these things happening. And that's what freaks me out even more and makes me feel like more of a fraud. Like I feel like if I'm struggling with these things, how am I supposed to be able to, you know, why would people want to work with me if it's suddenly like I'm struggling with it? So I feel like I can't tell people that I'm struggling with it, which is all the reason why I was like, I need to tell everybody that I'm struggling with it. I need yeah. to open up about this and pop the balloon and release the pressure. No, that's that's awesome. And um, I mean, first of all, I love you so much. And, <laughs> and I think that it's it's very brave of you to share this, especially with um, all of our listeners, because, you know, we are so focused and, and, and so, um, I don't know, we put all these people in, in on Instagram or Facebook or whatever your social media outlet is on such a big pedestal. Um, and we tend to forget that, you know, everything that's out there for the most part is really everybody's highlight reel, right? Like, look mm-hmm. at me, look how great I did here. Look how much weight I've lost. Look how much money I have, this or that. But then we also tend to forget that there's instances that everybody goes to in life that you have your dark places, your tough times, your struggles, your pains and everything like that. So one, I mean, again, I think it's so brave and I commend you for sharing this on, on our outlet that we have. Um, and at the end of the day, I think if it helps one person, that is more than exact than, than what we're trying to do. Um, so I think, you know, I speak for myself here. I think we've accomplished our goal as far as trying to help people and, and, and understand that everybody does in fact struggle with this. This is not an easy journey um, but we are here to help and, and we try to do as best as you can. You try to do obviously a tremendous amount of stuff to show up online. And like you said, your world revolves around, you know, being perfect or trying to be perfect or chasing that, um, I guess that perfection because you do, you know, have people looking up to you and, and you do have people asking for help and all that stuff. But one, I think it's a tremendous, uh, just thing for you to be able to shed some light on what you're going through. Um, but do you want to talk about like what kind of things led you to be like, Hey, or what you, what you saw, um, that led you to believe like, Hey, there's something going on here that perhaps, um, had not been going on in, in the past. Well, so yeah. So, I mean, 
I like, okay, so when I was successfully having my cut period where I was like, you know, feeling like, oh, I'm seeing all these results. I'm getting leaner. Like, this is fun and exciting. And like, I would, you know, was more quick to take photos and things. And so, you know, like I, I scheduled a photo shoot with my amazing photographer friend Chase and I was excited for that. And then um, as we got closer to that, I was like, oh crap, I feel awful. I remember for your birthday weekend, I had a good amount of drinks, more than I've drank in a while. Right. And with that, I had a good amount of food as well. I was basically having a little bit of binge eating tendencies of just like, as I was eating something like, for example, I think we got pizza and it would be like, I'd be eating a slice of pizza, thinking about the next slice of pizza I'm going to go get. Like not even in the moment, enjoying what I'm having, what's in what I'm tasting and like being in that moment. I'm already thinking like, I'm going to have another piece. I'm going to, you know, I want to just feel stuffed right now. And then I want to go to sleep afterwards. Like I just, I, I want to feel uncomfortable. I want, it's almost like some sort of weird, like I want to make myself feel kind of bad right now. And it's this like, it just, it puts me into this place where then I'm in that cycle of, you know, then I feel like crap. And so then I'm starting over like the next day or the next week with feeling like I need to get my shit together. I need to be pulled together. And like, I, like, I know I have all the information and that's where it's like information doesn't matter. I could put out free information on Instagram all day long to people on how to get the body of their dreams. It's all out there already. Scroll through all my Instagram posts. If you follow everything I've posted, if you follow everything in my free Facebook group, there is no reason that you shouldn't have the, the body of your dreams. But, but it's, it's not, not that, that easy, that is easy. it? It's mm-hmm. not that easy. It's all mental. It's all working through our own issues in our heads and creating habits and breaking down habits and breaking down beliefs and all these things that take so much work to do. And that's where it's like I needed the help and that's where I started you know, working with. Um, I got back onto doing the better help, which highly recommend to anybody. If you're, you know, especially for people who have never done therapy before and are intimidated by the idea of it, the BetterHelp therapy resource that's online, it's like an app, makes therapy so easy. So definitely recommend anybody who's considering it, check that out. Um, But that's where I, I started to realize that I was starting to hide a little bit because I could feel like, I felt like the weight was coming back on because I was overeating a lot. I wasn't following my protocols. I was, ironically, I think we had just done an episode about like how to reverse diet. And I was like really encouraging everybody like, hey, you know, this is the way to exit a diet so that you can maintain your results. And that's how we keep to make it to where all of our clients can maintain their results. Because guess what? We do all the mindset work with them so that when they get to that point where they're reverse dieting, they're not dealing with these issues. But the thing is, somewhere along the way, I stopped doing the mindset work with myself and I redeveloped some issues. And that's where I found myself like feeling like I couldn't follow my reverse diet protocols, starting to binge eat, feeling like I was getting fat, honestly, like waking up, looking at myself in the mirror and being like, I don't like what I see right now. I don't feel good. I have anxiety around stepping on the scale now, which is, I have never felt that way. And it's just like suddenly out of nowhere, I'm having that, those kind of anxious thoughts. Um, And then it was like fear around like, I, 
you know, luckily I can just hole up. Like I work from home. I don't really do anything else besides work. Literally we work on the week. I work on the weekends and like, that's all I do. I don't, I don't have any kind of hobbies or any activities right now. Thankfully we're moving back to buy my family soon and I'll be news back break. with the horses. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Announcing that here first. Um, and once I do that, I'm going to get back into some hobbies. I'm going to start riding again. Thank God. I need it because right now I don't have hobbies. I don't do anything outside of work. And I'm not complaining because I freaking love what I do so much that I choose to work seven days a week for long hours. But it's not healthy to do that because what's happening is I don't know how to just be when I'm not working. And so then it's like I look for something that's exciting at like at night when, you know, let's say, like last week, last I mean, we Friday. talked about this last night. Remember when mm-hmm. you said, you know, at the end of the night, when I get to finally shut down my computer, I need another outlet to satisfy myself. And, and that's when that's I just food. want to have something. And it's not like I just want like something to, you know, eat to fill my stomach. It's like not necessarily that I'm hungry. It's not that I want anything like nutritious. It's like I just want like the action of eating and I want something, you know, that feels like it's wrong it's bad for me because it's exciting and that's that like little weird almost sadistic like excitement of like oh I'm doing something bad and this is kind of like fun yeah in the moment yeah it's almost like as if you know when the walls kind of start crumbling down Mm -hmm. like instead of you being like okay you know I need to look at what I'm doing wrong to start rebuilding and repairing the process instead of doing that your are not you personally I'm just saying in general you just kind of try to look for a next avenue to, mm-hmm. to help you move that energy towards that. And, you know, for, for you just happen to be food kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow. it's, you know, it's like, so like we were even talking about then last night, that's where, you know, like you and I, you know, it's great in so ways, like we're, we're very growth minded and we're very like into self-development, but it's like, that's what we'll spend a lot of our time on. So it's like on weeknights if we aren't doing anything, like we'll like read a self-development book or something, but it's like in a way, everything we do. And I think this is where like you and I are the same way. So we kind of feed off each other in this regard where we feel like we need to be productive with everything we're doing to where it's like our relaxation time. Oh, our relaxation time should be that we should read a self-development book. Or it's like, even if it's like, Oh, we're going to go for a walk. We're thinking in terms of like, Oh, let's go get some steps in. Or let's we're go not thinking like let's instead of walk. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Sometimes we do that too, but it's not even so like, Hey, let's, it's beautiful outside. Let's just go like be with each other and walk. And like, sometimes it is, but a lot of times I think we have that underlying motive of like, Oh, you know, I'm a little low in steps. Let's go for a walk. So it's like, we feel like everything we do has to have a reason behind it. Yeah. And we're not allowing ourselves to just do things for no reason, just for the fun of it without feeling guilty. And that's where last night, I think I told you, I was like, I think I need to watch like trash TV or something just because I'm like, I need to just chill out and do nothing and not and like give myself permission to do that without feeling guilty. Because well, right now I... if we watched, if we like we were trying to watch Handmaid's Tale last weekend and I was like sitting there thinking like this is such a waste of my time. I'm not enjoying this show. 
I could totally be doing something more productive during this time period. And then after it's done, I'm like, that was such a waste of an hour. I could have gotten so much work done during that. And I like feel guilty for it. Yeah. Or I'm like, I should have at least just read something. I could have learned something. I mean, even last night when we watched um, Below Deck, which by the way, (laughs) love that show. Perfect example of trash TV that does not add any value to my life. But we gave ourselves permission to just watch that on a Wednesday night, on a school night, and just chill out yeah. and not feel bad Captain about it. Captain Sandy on Below awesome. Deck, she's a badass. But anyways, <laughs> even when we started to watch this thing, I was like, wow, if only I had the same enthusiasm to pick up a book as I do to sit down and watch this stupid show, um, you know, our life would be so much different. But um, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, where you're getting at here is you know, sometimes you kind of just have to be where your feet are, Mm -hmm. right? You have to enjoy the moment for what it is instead of thinking about, um, you know, what is out there or what I could be doing. Just be where you are present, whether it's your family or um, watching a trashy TV show. Just enjoy the moment for what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, so like I, that's where I really decided I need to open up about this because I also noticed that I was getting anxiety around like we have some travel and stuff coming up to where we will be social and I was realizing like I'm I feel like I'm you know and it might be total body dysmorphia but I feel like I'm suddenly regaining a bunch of weight from not following my protocols and I'm having these feelings of like I don't look the way I you know like I I was posting photos of how good I looked when I was cutting I was like oh yeah I feel so good in my body and like I'm gonna show this off because selfishly like guess what it drives in clients people like it when you look good and it's like if you're an online coach easy way to you know get people inquiring is to show how good you look which is stupid and I hate that but that's the reality of having an online business unfortunately so then doing that though started to make me feel like a total fraud as I started to like feel like I was regaining weight where I'm like well, shit, now I can't show that I don't look that good anymore because then people aren't going to want to work with me. And I started to feel like, well, shit, now if I'm not showing how I really look, if I'm not posting photos of like that bloated belly I had in the morning and like feeling like I'm, you know, my arms look really soft now, they don't look nice and toned anymore. And I just, like, I I feel like I don't look my best right now. And I feel like if I post photos of how I actually look, people aren't going to want to work with me. And that's, It's okay, babe. And I know that's stupid to think about, but that's just the, the imposter syndrome coming out. So that's why I was like, I need to face this head on and explain where I'm coming from on this podcast. Because I'm like, I feel like if I were to go out right now and hang out with people who followed me on Instagram and just saw a couple months ago that I was like looking good and then they see me now where suddenly I I feel like I don't look so good anymore they're gonna be like oh you're just a fraud like you don't actually look that way like you're a liar and I don't yeah yeah no it's it's tough and and listen I'm right there with you when it comes to stuff like this I mean I've I've kind of said it you know where I'm like oh, I need to look the part if I'm going to, not that I'm a coach myself, but I'm like, if I'm in, in the industry or whatever, I'm like, I want to be the role. I want to be the guy that's super, I don't know, jacked or whatever. And it 
doesn't necessarily have to be that way, right? I mean, um, that's the whole point of this episode is we're trying to bring awareness to the people that aren't necessarily able to, you know, appreciate or love what they see in the mirror, the people that are having the anxiety to get on the scale every morning, the people that are, um, you know, just unfortunately going through these um, situations to where they don't love and appreciate their body. Um, And I, again, I cannot say this enough, but I do think that, you know, you're super brave to be able to share this on, on this platform. Um, So with that being said, um, you know, what, what do you recommend for people that are in this situation now that are kind of going through what you're going um, so that they can take perhaps some steps to try and, and, and work on themselves? Yeah. So number one, what I'm doing is I'm opening up about it. I'm explaining to you guys how I feel and that immediately relieves a lot of the pressure because it, you know, you can't really feel like a fraud if you're You're putting it out there all out there. So that's number one, the more action steps in terms of like what I'm taking to start to, um, you know, rein in the, I guess the binge eating cycle, because I, I, you know, and it, it, truthfully, it's like, it's not like it's nearly as bad as it was when I struggled with this back in college, when I was truly, you know, dealt with binge eating disorder. And I was, um, you know, saw a therapist specialized in eating disorder behavior. And I went through a lot of work to overcome that. It's not anywhere near there, but because I have that past experience, I'm very aware of the beginning stages. So that's where it's like, I'm heading a little bit towards those stages and so how I'm gonna work to bring things back in the other direction to move back towards a healthy relationship with food and a healthy relationship with my body is um, number one I'm going to really pay attention to how I feel like how like what emotions I'm physically feeling during the times that I'm most vulnerable to eating. So that being nighttime, like I was saying that, you know, I feel fine all day long when I'm focused on work, but when I try and shut my brain down at night, that's when I feel the most vulnerable to want to eat. So I'm going to really make sure that I take some intentional time to pause. And even if I don't feel like I'm anxious or upset or stressed or anything, I'm still going to take three slow breaths. Um, because really like doing that very deep breathing, there's a lot of science there like that will, it floods your brain with oxygen and you know, that, that oxygen like helps turn off that cortisol, that stress hormone. It helps flood your brain with oxytocin, like all the happy hormones. Um, and I'm, I'm just gonna, you know, use that plus like a a thought stopping image. So like think very vividly about like, you know, a time where I just feel really happy and peaceful and calm that combined with the three deep breaths. That's like a very simple action item. I'm going to be very conscientious about doing at nighttime when I want to shift my brain away from work. Um, that's number one. Number two is I'm going to really put effort around tracking my internal dialogue and bringing awareness to that. Um, you know, we as humans have like 90,000 thoughts a day. And I think like 
and aren't even aware of 30,000 of them. So just bringing more awareness to like the way I'm talking to myself, the thoughts that are in my head of, you know, if I tell myself like, you know, I don't realize that I'm telling myself that you need to be perfect. You need to be fit. You need to be smart. You need to be thin. You need to be good. You need to be all these things. I don't realize that I'm saying that stuff and I need to be more aware of when I'm thinking those things and like that language that's going on in my head and start to actively shift away from that and, you know, ask myself questions like, what would I say to somebody I'm coaching? What would I say to a friend? You know, what would be the opposite of this thought? How could I reframe this a different way and just like start to really challenge the thoughts I'm having? Um, and the last thing is I'm just going to really practice calming and soothing myself in ways outside of food so I mean like introducing new hobbies and again things that aren't productive not using my time to go read even if it's like gosh I just think of like like I've had all this clarity now realizing of like that's my issue is I'm not allowing myself that time because I think of any time I've tried to do anything that is for fun I still always have an underlying motive of like what value is this bringing to me so where it's like you know I went out to lay out at the pool on my birthday last week so I was like oh I should take a half day for my birthday like I should do that like I think that's a something I should do and I went out to the pool and I just worked from the pool and like read a book for you know like a self-help book like a something that I could learn and apply to my clients and like trying to use that time to be productive I wouldn't let myself just chill out and relax just decompress Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so just like I need to find time to literally do stuff just for the fun of it yeah no I agree I love it um and I think the three um ideas and and plans that you give in place are very helpful and anything it's a it's an actionable step for Mm -hmm. you for for our listeners and everybody out there to start kind of pulling themselves out of that mindset um, and into a, an actionable way to start um, thinking differently when it comes to it all. Yeah. So I think that that's everything I wanted to share today. And it really makes my stomach turn to know that I just recorded this conversation and that we're going to put it out because realistically this could cause us to, you know, it could tank the business. It could turn people away and, I'm okay with that. No, I think personally, if I were a listener, I, I, I think I would even be more inclined to reach out to you because of how much you're opening up. Um, I think, you know, there's people out there and, and celebrities that are not willing to do stuff like this. Um, but this is what, you know, sets you apart in in your journey because you are, you know, you're you and, and, and you're not faking anything. And, you're willing to put yourself out there so that you can um, help other people understand like, hey, she has flaws. She, you know, can do a cut, can do all this and talk about food. And yet she still goes through the sta- same stuff that I do. So if she's able to do all that with the right people and tools and knowledge, wow, she can definitely take me from where I am to, you know, through my fitness journey and be where I want to be. But in the whole process, again, understand and realize that you need to first start by loving where you are today. So I love it. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a great, uh, great talk. So uh, we, we all appreciate it. And thank you for, 
for crying on the podcast. <laughs> <sighs> this is to great. First. Yeah, definitely. Ugh. Um, all right, Thank guys. Thank you all, and I really, really do appreciate anybody who's listened this this far. I appreciate you. So thank you. Yeah, definitely, guys. And if this was something that resonated with you, please share it on uh, your social media and be sure to t- uh, be sure to tag us so that we can give you guys a shout out. I have mixed um, feelings about whether or not I want this to be shared. Um, no, I think I think it should. I think <laughs> we need to promote this. No, for I think sure. if if this resonated with you and if you think it would help somebody else to share it, I think go ahead and share it. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys, and we'll see y'all on the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.